Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. People were bringing little children to Jesus in order that he might touch them. And the disciples spoke sternly to them. But when Jesus saw this, he was indignant and said to them, Let the little children come to me. Do not stop them, for it is to such as these that the dominion of God belongs. Truly, I tell you, whoever does not receive the dominion of God as a little child shall never enter it. And Jesus took them up in his arms, laid his hands on them, and blessed them. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God. Amen. It's funny how songs can come back to you if you haven't heard in a very long time. Songs from decades ago, in this case. A song about animals that came to me this week from a musical that I haven't heard about in years called Dr. Dooley. And the song goes, if we could talk to the animals, just imagine it. What a neat achievement that would be if we could talk to a tiger, chat to a cheetah. Oh, what a great achievement that would be. Imagine talking to the animals, learning their languages, maybe an animal degree. We'd study elephant and eagle, buffalo and beagle, antelope and guinea pig and flea. you here talk to your pets and what I discovered by doing a little research is there's a certain name for what we do when we talk to our pets it's called PDS pet directed speech it's baby talk <laughs> I'm sure we all do it to our dogs right oh you are so cute I just love you or come to daddy come to daddy now what about cats they say there's a cat apocalypse going on and cats are taking over the internet. <laughs> but they just look away. Cats ignore you. They just pretend you're not there. But it didn't stop me from talking to baby, from talking baby talk to my cats when I had them. Oh, bend over me. You are so, so sweet. Now, the thing about PDS is that if you study it, our pitch always goes up at the end like this. So, here, Fido, come here, or let's go get a treat, or catch my ball. PDS often has a pitch that goes up. Well, Francis, we know Francis is known for talking to animals, preaching to birds, taming a wild wolf, and telling fish that they should swim away so they wouldn't get caught. But how shall we make of this happy, animal occasion with the first reading from Job. We're going to have a whole month of Job, a bit of a downer, but let's see where that takes us <laughs> to remind you of that story and if we can get back to animals. Well, Job was upright, a man with character and virtue, not what we seem to have in the public sphere today. Now, the heavenly court had this advocate 
and the advocate, sometimes called the Satan, but that's not exactly the devil that we know, so we'll call him an advocate. He looks at Job, and Job is blessed, has everything, and thinks, Job is only blessing God because things are going well. What if everything was taken from Job? Would he still bless God? So God and the advocate come up with this really unfortunate test that makes us theologically pretty unhappy. And everything is taken from Job. Job loses his animals. Job loses his house. Job loses all his kids, struck down, and then is infected with these terrible sores. His three friends come and look at him and go, oh, and they just sit, almost like sitting Shiva with him, because it's almost like he's dead and he's lost everything. In fact, Mrs. Job, because Mrs. Job doesn't have a name, she just says, honey, just curse God and die. But Job does not sin with his lips, does not curse God. In fact, Job says, should we not receive good at the hand of God and also the bad? So this Joel helped me with this sermon a couple weeks ago. He reminded me of this book that I had on my shelf called Ask the Beasts, Darwin, Science, and the God now, what I didn't remember is that phrase, ask the beasts, is from Job. Because here's what happens. Job's know-it-all, condescending friends say, hey, Job, you must have sinned. You must have been a jerk. It's your fault. Repent. And in that moment, chapters from now, Job retorts, ask the beasts of the air, and they will teach you. Ask the birds, and they will tell you. Ask the plants of the earth, and they will teach you. And the fish of the sea will declare to you. Think of it. We human beings act as if we, as if we are the center of the universe. That the world revolves around us. And all our decisions about the environment and its resources are only made with human beings in mind. Not plants, not animals, and not nature. And look what that has brought population growth out of control, excessive consumption of the Earth's resources, a gap between rich and poor never seen before, creatures becoming extinct due to our waste and pollution, and a loss of biodiversity that is necessary for all of us to survive. What if we didn't just talk to the animals? listened to the animals and what that might teach us about our place in the universe, our place in nature. Now Jesus reminds us that we must receive the kingdom of God like a child. And every Sunday here we bless children. We put our hands on the heads of children and tell them that they are a child of God. But in honor of Francis, in just a couple minutes, dogs and pets are going to come up here to remind all of us that we are all creatures filled with divine life and also that we are mortal and that we will die. So listen to the children, for they are the future. But listen also to the beasts and listen to the silence. Then share the bread and wine as we do every Sunday. Francis and the animals and the children may just help us to 
fall in love with life again, to fall in love with creation again, to fall in love with the earth again, to fall in love with the seasons again. And then listen carefully, because their wisdom may teach us to change our ways, to care for the earth, to protect the earth and its resources, especially creatures near extinction. Go ahead, talk to the animals, maybe even talk on baby talk, but then listen carefully for what they might say 